0: in search of where it grew darker, softer, crisply curling. My type? Oh, fuck yes. But somehow I doubt he's here to offer me a complimentary blowjob. You weatherly. The voice was mellow, a startling contrast to the pale gray eyes and angular features, heavy with a northern accent. The abruptness of the question and the use of his name made caution flare up. Simon gave his visitor an appraising glance and still didn't recognize him. If he'd picked up this one, no matter how drunk, he'd remember it. He was certain of that. Which meant, unlikely as it seemed, he was here in response to the ad Simon ran once or twice a year, looking to fill some of the gaps in his book collection. "'You've got something for me?' "'A book, yeah.' He patted a bulge in his jacket, which was vaguely rectangular. "'Want to see it?' Simon wanted to rescue the book before the corners were rubbed and bent, and the light rain falling now meant that his doorstep wasn't the place to do that, but he wasn't keen on inviting the man in. His hesitation must have been easily read. The man smiled, a knowing curl of his lips, well-shaped, the lines clear and the lower lip generous and lush. "'Don't worry, mate. I won't touch anything, and I don't have fleas.' If he'd expected that to fluster, Simon, he was doomed to disappointment. "'No. I did once, courtesy of my cat, but as he's long dead—' Let's hope the fleas are, too. Come in. The man nodded and walked into the main room directly off the hallway, glancing around with interest, if not approval. Simon decorated his walls with books. People either loved it or didn't get it. There wasn't much middle ground. He didn't commit the sin of locking a book away where it couldn't be touched, held, read, but all the pictures of the walls were framed facsimiles of dust jackets, bright and gaudy, and most walls held bookshelves, placed out of direct light. Not that Simon opened the blinds often, never in some rooms. He waited for the expected banalities. Have you read them all? was the most common. But they didn't come. The man looked, nodded again, and then put out his hand. Chris Ross. Simon shook it out of habit and murmured his own name back for the same reason. Warm and strong, the grip of Chris's hand set a not-unpleasant jolt through him. God, it really had been too long since he'd hooked up with someone, hadn't it? So, what do you have for me? He wasn't expecting much. In fact, he was baffled as to how the man had found him. The ad he ran was placed in a monthly publication, The Book and Magazine Collector, which meant that it had a knowledgeable but limited readership. He couldn't really picture Chris poring over the small print of a magazine or being interested in the articles. Not to mention the fact that the ad only gave a phone number. You know, you should have just called me, described the book so I could tell you if it was what I wanted and saved you the trip if it wasn't. Chris paused, the book in a brown paper envelope at least, Simon noted, half hidden behind his jacket. Yeah, I was in the area. Sorry if I'm intruding. The mocking twist to his last words were unmistakable. Simon held out his hand for the book. You're not, but I'm curious about your ability to work out my address from a phone number. Looked it up somewhere. Chris met his eyes blandly. Here you go. Simon accepted the book and went over to his desk, leaving Chris in the middle of the room, standing relaxed and at ease, his hands thrust into the pockets of his jeans. He pulled on the thin gloves he wore when he handled own books and looked up at the amused snort from Chris. Fingers can leave oil and marks on books, he told him, aware that he sounded stiff and was using his lecture voice. I'm sure you wouldn't want that to happen probably taught myself if it did, Chris said. Life wouldn't be worth living. Simon shook his head, more amused than annoyed now, as there was something in Chris's expression that invited him to share the joke. I'm sure it wouldn't. He drew the book out of the rain-spotted envelope and placed it on his desk. His breath caught, an involuntary reaction he knew hadn't escaped the watchful Chris. Showing his true reaction was a poor basis for negotiation of price— but he really couldn't have kept his face expressionless. Not faced with this. Do you mind telling me where you got this? he asked, his voice calm, a little bored. Too late for that subterfuge, but at least he try. Jumble sale. Simon dragged his gaze away from the book. Try again. Look, what does it matter? There was an edge to Chris's voice now. It's mine, and for the right amount of money it can be yours if you want it. It's not what I collect. "'Simon said slowly. "'He hadn't opened it yet, didn't need to. "'There was a faint mark in the lower right corner "'that he remembered wincing over.'